this episode, we're going to talk about vitreous hemorrhage. So in a bit of background, vitreous hemorrhage is basically bleeding into the vitreous humour. And it's one of the most common causes of painless, sudden visual loss. So we're in painless, sudden visual loss territory. The degree of visual loss varies from haziness and floaters to complete obscuration of vision. Blood can get into the vitreous through either disruption of normal retinal vessels via trauma, bleeding from diseased retinal vessels, or abnormal new vessels such as neovascularization. Hemorrhage in the vitreous results in clot formation. It doesn't have much of an immune response and it's cleared slowly at approximately 1% per day. So what are the key features of history in vitreous hemorrhage? So the main key feature of history is sudden painless visual loss. You can also have haze, sudden onset floaters or blobs, sudden loss of vision, which we've said. Variable visual acuity changes over less than one hour. Patients can describe a red hue or floaters or cobwebs. The symptoms might be worse in the morning if blood settles in the macula during sleep. And the patient might have a history of diabetes, hypertension, sickle cell disease, ocular surgery, or trauma. So what are the differentials of sudden painless visual loss? So that would include amaurosis fugax, central retinal artery occlusion, hemianopia from ischemia, like a TIA or stroke, acute angle closure glaucoma, that would be painful, papilloedema, retinal detachment, or might be the first presentation of diabetic or hypertensive retinopathy, but they're pretty, not very good. Uh, and in terms of all the causes of floaters and flashes, the differentials for floaters and flashes would include vitreous detachment, retinal detachment, vitreous hemorrhage, normal aging, posterior uveitis, previous eye surgery. So what are the causes of vitreous hemorrhage? So the most common causes causing 90% all up include proliferative diabetic retinopathy, and that's the main number one cause, and it's over half of all cases. So in that in your neovascularization stage, new vessels growing into the vitreous, they're fragile and they bleed easily. Other causes include posterior vitreous detachment, ocular trauma, open globe injury, closed globe injury, shaking injuries, so shaken baby syndrome, and they account for 90% of all cases. Other causes, the last 10% include retinal macroaneurysm rupture, proliferative retinopathy after retinal vein occlusion, proliferative sickle cell retinopathy, subarachnoid hemorrhage, age-related macular degeneration, buckler tumour and retinopathy of prematurity. The key features of examination include reduced red light reflex secondary to blood clots, variable visual acuity, pupils will be normal, You'll see blood in the vitreous and you want to see if you can see the retina to exclude retinal detachment. Intraocular pressure will be normal. You want to examine the other eye and you want to uh, examine for other cardiovascular uh, risk factors or risk factors for diabetes or hypertension. So what are the key features of investigation? That would include 
ESR to exclude GCA, blood sugars, ultrasound to detect blood, vitreous detachment, retinal tears, retinal detachment, tractional membranes, intraocular tumors and foreign bodies. And ultrasound is particularly helpful if the view of the retina is obscured on exam. Fluorescein angiography done by ophthalmologist may help um, find neovascularization. An orbital CT is indicated if you've got a case of open globe injury to allow assessment of the integrity of the other structures in the orbit and rule out intraocular foreign body. Locations of vitreous hemorrhage include proliferative vitreoretinopathy. So after the vitreous hemorrhage, you can get a fibrovascular proliferation that can lead to scarring and subsequent retinal detachment. Hemolytic glaucoma, so free hemoglobin macrophages and red blood cell debris can block the trabecular meshwork. You can also get hemosiderous bulbi, which is caused by iron toxicity as hemoglobin is broken down, or ghost cell glaucoma. We only see that in long-standing vitreous hemorrhage and their shape and rigidity of ghost cells can block the trabecular meshwork. The overall prognosis of vitreous hemorrhage depends on the underlying cause. It's generally better in eyes without underlying disease. As we said, blood will clear from the vitreous about 1% per day. Uh, and if blood is formed, out, blood formed outside,